Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, before we kick off this awesome episode of the podcast, we wanted to say a quick thank you to one of our sponsors, <gasps> Beachbody On Demand. This is amazing. I've been wanting to work with these guys for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I'm excited about this. They offer some amazing programs for anyone looking to get in shape. Beachbody On Demand is an online fitness streaming service that gives you unlimited access to a wide variety of highly effective, world-class workouts personalized to meet your needs, plus extensive nutritional content all proven to help people achieve their health and fitness goals with step-by-step program guides, workout calendars, comprehensive nutrition plans, an innovative portion control focus, cooking show fixate, and the motivation and support of a growing community. Beachbody On Demand is the total package. They've got workout programs from Pio to P90X to Insanity to 21 Day Fix, T25, the list goes on and on yeah, and on. all the stuff that you need. It's really cool. It's like, it, it, I, I, it helped me a lot because I started running uh, probably about a year or so ago, maybe nice. even two now, and it helped a lot for me to lose weight, but I needed that extra stuff. I needed something, some direction, and going to the gym is challenging. It is. I always try to go, I, I try to add it into my schedule, but now that our schedules are all, are all over the place, yeah. it's a little harder for me to make time, but I know now, whenever I get done with any work, I can come home, pop on Beachbody On Demand, maybe P90X, yeah. I could do that for a little bit, make an awesome meal with Fixate, their awesome uh, uh, portion-controlled cooking show, and then I'm good to go to go to bed. For me, uh, because time has been so tight, they've got so many great options, but just to get the starter pattern that I can build on, uh, I've been doing 10-minute trader. It's nice. just, it's just ten, a, a little bit uh, more than 10 minutes each morning to work out different uh, different body parts, and actually, I legitimately re- really have seen uh, a difference. It's nice. actually really great. My wife has been doing Shift Shop. That looks amazing. I'm look for, looking forward to trying that next. Mm-hmm. So there really is a... There is something for everybody and just be healthier it's just a good thing it's a good thing i'm happier now that i'm healthy <laughs> we're a healthy podcast over here i personally prefer insanity because i've been working on cardio i want to make sure my heart's nice and healthy but beach body on demand also allows flexibility to design your workout schedule from over 600 different workouts that is insane and there's over 100 different recipe videos to cook better if you want to try that out for free you can text stupid to 303030 so that's 303030 and you can get full access to the entire platform for free it i seriously it is definitely worth it one more time uh just text stupid love it s-t-u-p-i-d to 303030 and get full access to this entire platform for for free. free so check that out very cool also one last announcement really quick Next week, the Defenders premieres, and we're going to be doing an awesome uh, event with a bunch of friends from the podcast and also some people who actually haven't even come on the podcast yet. Saturday. Amazing. Saturday, Saturday, August. 19th at 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have a bunch of guests. We're going to watch all eight episodes yes. of Defenders. The first and the last one will be free for everybody at Live. Riff.tv. Yeah. Uh, for the other six episodes, two through seven, uh, you can contribute to our Patreon uh, and watch it there. What level is that, That's Sam? That's a $10 tier. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very awesome. Anyways, there'll be more on that throughout the week. But right now, let's get on to the podcast. <gasps> Three. <laughs> Good countdown. You're welcome. It's, it's nice to see it happen live. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. In three, and we're going. Two. <laughs> no, we just we've already started. I was doing a thing. I, I was doing an epic. Wait, can, intro. I do, can I do the intro? Yes. yes. Okay. In three, two, 
one. Hello, boys and girls. It's perfect. Hey. It's perfect. That's how you do it, right? Yeah. Is that what it is? That's yeah. exactly what it is. That's it's exactly cool. what it is. So a famous really actor. A, fam- a, fam- a famous actor. This is my voice. <laughs> what are you doing with your headband right now? If I can be honest uh, with you. Audience, you, you look, look like a screens right now. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I, I need a haircut and I was looking in the mirror and I was like, mm, that's a mess. So you felt self-conscious and you're like, this this is the answer. <laughs> for, for, hold on. Hold you have on. To, you have Stay to, right there. Yeah, you'll post I'm it. Gonna, I'm going to take put a picture it, of it. Edit it in the video. We'll yeah. put it to the Only Stupid Answers Instagram. Oh, shit. This is a new phone. I don't know what I'm doing. Hold on. DJ got hold an on. iPhone. Ooh. I don't know how I feel He's acting it. like a grandpa. There's a whole hour conversation in just that. Switching to iPhone. He does not like it so far. It's, it's been just one very day. Different. It's just been very different. Hey, here comes a picture, and he's, he's moving around. Got to get the right angle. Oh, no, let's oh, not move no. the mic. We're not going to move the mic. There this is excellent here we go. to listen to. I'm positive. <laughs> Sam, if for those listening, he there resembles is. an asparagus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's perfect. My, head, my headband <laughs> slipped up my head, it and it's cool. holding my hair up out of my eyes. That's Anyways, welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> it's a solid intro. We're minute 30 in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, this is Only Stupid Answers, the best damn podcast you can put your ears on top of. Yeah, there, there, it there it is. There it is. Printing yeah. that on a shirt with yeah. your face on it. Ooh. Yeah. Wait, who is the you we're referring to, Mr. DJ Woldridge? Over <gasps> to my... Right, my, my microphone just fell. That was the sound of the microphone <laughs> taking a good old hop off the desk. Uh-huh. No, we're not going to cut. And this is right after. Life is all about. James complimented or set up, and now it's just all falling <laughs> I'm apart. Is it, did we fix it? No, we didn't. Oh, it's on. slipping still. My, <laughs> my opinion of this operation is yeah. slowly sloughing off onto the ground, much like the microphone stand. James, uh, tell uh, Alan McCune, a real <laughs> famous actor. Um, what, who, who are you? I ask my mom that every day. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, Wait, Elevator pitch, James Allen McCune. James Allen McCune is a is a very pale twenty something from the southeastern part of the Americas, and uh, is I'm tw- I'm twirling in the chair, which is causing audio weirdness. I'm sure. I'm oh, like, no, you're no, good. It's not probably phasing the, it out. Probably the f- the fussing with the microphone. The microphone's causing weirdness. <laughs> and by the way, I gotta say, we always have issues with that microphone, and, and it's curse. doing fine for some reason. Yeah, oh, even the- though it was falling apart. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So you're from America. I'm from That's America. What I the got southeast. Out. The uh, southeast from good region. old Atlanta, Georgia. Wow. Or just south of, of that, that area. I've been to the airport. I, wait, wait. I just did this with Clark. Hold on. Oh, yeah. She's from Atlanta, too. <laughs> yeah, I did a road trip through Atlanta, and I don't drink, but we went to a re- restaurant, and they have this periodic table. Uh, and I took it because it was the only thing I we just only had time to like eat at the ATL, and so I pulled that. And if you look at the back, is it Taco Mac? Or no, it's it? uh, it's Max Loggers. Oh, no, I'm not familiar. Yeah. Where, where are you? DJ knows a secret thing about Atlanta uh, the, because I was there for like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Street. Oh, yeah. that's in the city. That's in yeah. that's in Midtown. Yeah, it was. It's beautiful there. Oh yes, one of my first jobs in the city. Fun fact was dressing up. In a banana costume <gasps> and handing out fruit to businessmen and women. Why? Why, why did you do that? <laughs> One hundred dollars. That's why. Well, that's fair. Yeah. Why did they want? Why did they pay you to why, do that? Why did they need that done? Yeah. <laughs> Craigslist. Ah. They okay. were a company that sold fruit. Um, I regret saying this because I'm sure there's a video somewhere and someone's going to find it <laughs> no. somehow. But that They're was, was already a, typing away. Yeah, it was like a business that sells fruit or sold fruit to other uh, companies. I don't on, honestly don't know, and I'm not very proud. You're of not giving me a very solid pitch for this company. I don't know if I'm going to buy fruit. I can't from guarantee. I'm that buying still fruit selling already. fruit. Mm. They might be selling. 
that sounds shady if they're picking up people on Craigslist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they were like, I got there, and they were like, why don't you hop into the stairwell and <laughs> change into this clearly been worn banana costume? Like, yeah. What happened to the other people who dance in a banana costume? Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't you worry about it. It's a dark story that I'm excited for the Netflix miniseries to tell us oh. about. It's going to be special. But, but it was down the road from where that place is, apparently. Very oh. cool. Oh. Wait, so where can they find the kids at home find you? The boys and girls and everything in between can find me uh, on Jalen Mick at Jalen Mick, which is pr- across all of the, the social medias Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all the fun stuff. That's what it is. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Guys, if you didn't know, this podcast is very special to me and DJ. We yes. made this little baby almost a year ago. So we can talk about yeah. movies and TV shows, shows yep, and, and comics, and, and uh, supernatural events. This is going to be one of the other things episodes. We always tease that we talk about other things sometimes. Uh-huh. This is going to be one of those. Ooh, it's a special other things. James is here. Uh, if you don't know, James, is, James has been in a, very, a number of things. Yep. <laughs> yeah. uh, I just thought that was a really good pitch. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, I've been in a few. Like uh, Blair Witch? Yes. Uh, Walking Dead? Yes. yes. Um, source fed nerds ghost hunting <laughs> most importantly yeah. most, and top of the what's resume your, what's your favorite wait no we're gonna do an interview with you I'm gonna save that Ooh, that's oh, okay. for the bonus yeah it's yes. a bonus for piece it's a bonus piece but so just we're so, gonna save those questions for later just so people know but we're gonna be talking about some scary stuff and uh, about some scary movies and whatnot. Yes. but to kick off the podcast we're gonna do a little bit of business and then we wanna slip into the, the the everyday thing that we like to do here so really quick you can find all of this stuff about us at onlystupidanswers.com that's our social media like yes. twitter onlystupidanswers.com Answers. I'm thinking of else. I'm stupid. <laughs> you barely said that <laughs> sentence. <Yeah. laughs> and then only stupid answers on Instagram, Facebook, but also yeah. you on this website. You can find all the places you can listen to us, like Spotify, Google Play Music, and iTunes. And on iTunes, you guys rate and review five stars. And we, we always love, love it. it. We love it. And I'm going to read a few of them right now. First up, we have one from Data Lore 14. Woo! Five stars. Bunch of nerds making me laugh. Yep, that's a nice one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Arizona Josh says, makes me smile. Five stars. Love these guys. Love their podcast. Guys, we love when you write these reviews. Please write for a five-star rating review. But if you can't do that, share this podcast because that's how we keep the lights on in this place. Uh-huh. I like you said, like, we're going to go to the day-to-day stuff. And mm-hmm. it makes it – could you imagine if we recorded a podcast every day of the week, but we only put one out on Monday? <laughs> we, choose, we choose the best one out of the five to seven so that much, we record. Oh, I thought so you meant, like, shits. all of them in order, yeah. like, seven hours. Yeah. <laughs> People want – I mean, people love long content. Yeah. We're learning that. It could be the, the first <laughs> podcast you could sleep through and still enjoy when you wake up. It's exactly. Like the, we're the Truman Show podcast. <laughs> is that a good pitch? Sure. Okay. Yeah. It is a pitch. It is, a- <laughs> it is a pitch. Now, as you guys at home or in your car like to know, mm-hmm. like to listen, the, as you know. <laughs> yeah. You're, I don't know where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> we like to talk about what we're into this oh, week. Oh. So, Mr. Jim Kuhn. <laughs> to this week well sam mm-hmm. i'm gonna do an impression of you this entire thing i hope that you're not insulted <laughs> no i'm not i'm very flattered <laughs> the thing that i'm most interested in this week has been i i've been uh with with my my girlfriend been watching a lot of the great british bake-off nice. which is on interesting the netflix mm. and that is uh, a boys at a hoot <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard of that one before how do you feel about reality competition shows in general in general not good okay. i think that they're obnoxious and they're they're the most obvious attempts at manipulating the audience i've ever seen yeah and music cues in oh, chopped yeah. are my favorite it's like uh like because they so you make your chopped dish and then you give it to the chefs and they're like well i really like the composition of this i love the colors and the flavors it's very salty 
but you forgot you overcooked the fish. And then, Boom! Don't, don't, yeah. You're like, no, oh, this dipshit overcooked the fish. Oh my god, they're an idiot. Yeah, it's like they're gonna die. It drives me nuts. It's, I love it though. I know there's something. There's something like it's like candy. It's like got yeah. no substance, but it tastes good for a short amount of time. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. but this show is it's just like nice people having a nice time trying to help each other out, and they're all supportive. And oh, that sounds boring. It's so. <laughs> Delightful. Okay. That is the word for it. And Mary Berry is a joy, and Paul Hollywood, I'm not so much a joy. <laughs> but it's damn good TV. I so like that you show. You recommend it? I, that is a high recommendation from me. Hmm. Yeah, from Mr. James L. McKean. You can take that to the bank. Yeah. It DJ? won't cost much, but there it is. DJ? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think about what, what I've been up to that I haven't already mentioned. No, you do, prior you to this. do plenty you do of things. <laughs> don't break the don't break the veil of don't secrecy. Break the... <laughs> <laughs> um, then we did an episode already. Today. <laughs> <laughs> so we're out of new things. Yeah, huh. Let's think. Hmm, I really like the comics that have come out this week. Also, the new episodes of all the TV shows we watch. <laughs> we watch. <laughs> well, how, how do you feel now that the uh, well, you're a fan of the Flash and the Arrows and the, yes. and the. Are you caught up on those? Yeah, I just finished the Flash. I'm so far behind on everything else. I'm the closest on Supergirl, which I've I've been enjoying. Mm-hmm. But uh, Flash, yeah. You've been watching Arrow. Arrow's been so good. This I know. Season. I'm a big weenie and haven't. Uh, I, I I heard. I, I dropped off. We were talking about this off off, off camera, yeah. but I um uh, I got halfway through the first season and then got someone jangled some keys and I got distracted. So <laughs> fair enough. I need to jump back on that. To wagon. be fair, uh, season one was a little tough for me to get through because I didn't watch it live. I hopped in during season two, yeah. and then I remember watching it. Like I remember halfway through, I was like something's not like something's not gelling like something feels like we're just spinning our wheels until it catches up to like the the problem like the main like crisis that they have to deal with in season one then i got into it season two though it's good okay i gotta get into that i'm gonna catch up on supergirl move on to that and Mm. then supergirl's been good this season as well the finale is very good oh good if you want good popcorn tv legends of tomorrow is very fun i that that's another one i started and then got someone someone jingle jangled and i got distracted legends tomorrow is the easiest to catch up on Mm -hmm. because it has the least episodes yeah oh good yeah that's right it just started yeah i was happy to see arthur darville playing another time traveler that was that was they have a lot of attempts to be like doctor who and you're like you didn't get there, but you, know, you, tried. <laughs> you sure tried. Richard, and it's yeah. Yeah. You know, here's what I can talk about. I've been enjoying Master of None. It has mm. probably one of the best episodes I've some. I I enjoy Master of None. I don't typically love it. Mm-hmm. It has an episode that I love. It's called New York, comma I love you. No, uh, <laughs> but it's a cool. It's a bunch of um, uh, vignettes of people that live in New York, um, and it actually kind of. Uh, aligns spiritually with something that I've been writing, so it was cool to see. Like, hey, it works. Aww. It's one of those kind of like, oh, hey, my idea works. That's yeah. cool. Is it the zombies and the dinosaurs? It is not the zombies uh, and the dinosaurs. There is no zombies and dinosaurs in Master of None. <laughs> although they should really get on that shit. I, I mean, I just lost a third of your audience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the the uh, first couple episodes take place in Italy, which is real cool of the oh. season. And they do they just do some smart. Um, I think that. <clears throat> Because ever since Louis, there's been a lot of like, hey, comedian does a semi-autobiographical kind of off-kilter version of their life. And it's like, eh, it's mm-hmm. hard to beat Louis yeah. at anything ever. <laughs> uh, but it's interesting because this is more focused on um, the diversity of the New York community. Because you've got Aziz Ansari and Alan Yang is the other uh, producer and creator on it. And so it gives you 
looks into communities and cultures that you're not usually exposed right. to. So that's really cool. Yeah, there was when I saw the first season, I didn't get all the way through it, but I, I watched. <laughs> there's a trend. That I'm sure you're no. noticing. Um, but I. It's almost like you're busy. No, who knows? <laughs> there's uh, no, definitely not. <laughs> there's there is a, a few. There were a few moments that really hit close to home as yeah. a, a struggling actor in, in the uh-huh. industry. It was like, ooh. And that's one of the <laughs> things that I like about like. Um, uh, that that episode with the vignettes because it touches on a lot of different types of because you know a lot of movies touch on like acting writing you mm-hmm. know the people that are involved in that process because they're involved in that process <laughs> and so it was cool to see some of some other people's uh, lives did you watch the episode where they deal with their dads where they find out a little bit about their dad's histories him and his buddy is that yes. season two yeah, or season one season one mm. it's so good that was one of those like this is great. Like this, that's one of the episodes. Like this is fantastic because it, it you don't really think about like who, especially I guess if you're the kid of an immigrant, mm-hmm. like who your parents were. Like they have a. I think it starts with um, a flashback to one character's dad uh, living in China. I think and he has to break a chicken's neck mm-hmm. to feed the family, uh-huh. and it's just really and it's it's, it's like his pet. Like he's named it. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh. it's intense. Yeah, they, they do a good job. Yeah. I, I, I was impressed with how they humanized a lot of the because you, you can goof on the industry all you want yeah but the the interesting part is the characters like they're just written so well on that show yeah, yeah, yeah. The, they do one i think you get a kick out of it there's a there's a bit in the season where he gets an offer for a job that on the surface seemed great but it's so like it's gonna take so much of his time mm-hmm. like hey you're gonna get more work but we need you for seven years yeah and it's like yeah I f- that I know that feeling yeah. where it's like this should be a positive thing, but I don't want to do this for seven years. Like it, you'd be surprised how often that happens, where yeah. it's like, oh, I, I have no reason to be upset about anything that's yeah. happening. There's something it's a little tricky just about too it. Too much. Yeah, it's too good. Yeah. <clears throat> or not. Or not. We've watched Master of None to find out. <laughs> I, uh, I've been checking out. Um, I don't know why, but I've just been doing a lot of like website work. Yeah. I just need something I don't know on. Why? Oh no no no! But I just need something. I don't know why I'm watching this oh, show. Gotcha, is gotcha, what gotcha, I'm gotcha, saying. Gotcha. But like, um, I just need something dumb on. And I've like, I've exhausted Parks and Rec and The Office and Friends and mm-hmm. all those shows that everyone binges over and over again. Bob's Burgers, great. Um, <laughs> but uh, I tried Angie Tribeca, which is this TBS show. I don't know if I've talked about it on this podcast. Not yet, on the podcast. But I've talked about it because I have no idea how this show is on the air. It is. It is. It's Steve Carell and his wife. I love you guys. Uh, they they executive produce it, and I th- and his wife is on it. And Bill Murray was on an episode. Like it's so weird. It's the it's Rashida Jones and her partner, and it's like a this like huge parody sketch show on like all cop shows. Yeah, and it, it's like twenty minutes. It's on TBS, and it's just like the jokes. Like are n- I've never laughed, and I've never found uh, anything to be like that interesting. Uh-huh. Like David K- Keckner is that the guy? Yeah. Who, uh, ball guy plays Packer on The Office. Yes. Um, Anchorman, uh, he played like the police chief who's like corrupt and he's like paying prostitutes and you're like, ooh, what's he really doing? He's like, oh, he has like a baby fetish where he like dresses as a baby and you know like mm. you know that classic thing that show, like shows always go to like oh he wears like mm. a diaper or whatever yeah. classic classic, <laughs> classic. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you're like but then they like go like he like gets changed and like he has sucks on a bottle and you're like okay <laughs> okay get it and like everyone's like no get that baby and they're like treating him like a baby and it's like okay fine. I don't know I just keep watching it though and I don't know why I'm watching it I'm like eight episodes in and I'm like so, stop so, watching it yeah, so because you don't have anything that you're into you went with something that you're not into but still watching Is I just need to know happening? why it has three seasons I need someone to tell me why Andy Maybe Tribeca it's not for you not everything's for everybody I know but I want to but I want to pitch for it remember I wasn't into wrestling and I'm still like not really into it but when yeah. Mike was on and he talked about why he loves wrestling I was yes. like 
I understand she that. She almost made yeah. us cry. And it was His really love for it was very real. intense. Yeah. It was passion. All right, before we continue on, I'd like to take a hot second to talk about one of our sponsors, Zip Recruiter. You can post your job to 100 plus job sites with just one click. Uh, if you're trying to start your own business, you're trying to fill some job positions, Zip Recruiter is the site for you. Over 80% of jobs posted on Zip Recruiter get a qualified candidate in just 24 Whoa. hours. Impressive. Find out today why Zip Recruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, our listeners can post jobs on Zip Recruiter for free. free. That's right, free. Just go to ziprecruiter.com slash stupid. That's ziprecruiter.com slash stupid. There's no juggling emails or calls to your office. It just makes everything real simple for you. So please check that out. One more time, to try it for free, go to ziprecruiter.com slash stupid. Now back to the show. So now we're going to do something a little bit different in this episode. We Switch usually, like when we review stuff or whatever, we want you guys to ask us questions. But... This is an episode where we asked you a question. That's perfect because what we're talking about is what scares you oh. because because you we you've been in some scary things, mm-hmm. but yet you're not into scary things. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you need a paycheck. <laughs> it's almost like actors are lucky just to get noticed. Exactly. <laughs> you should do some more research into that. <laughs> um, and so, but we're going to talk about scary things, things that scare you. Mm-hmm. What scares you, James? Oh, life. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to be a little bit more. There's specific. No, there's not much that doesn't scare me. I'm, I'm just a big old pussy. Are you really a, a scary, scared boy? Oh, oh yes. That my my girlfriend, who is uh, graciously, quietly sitting behind yeah. us, uh, has a. She's unfortunately with the audience today. <laughs> yes. So we've they we're we chained them up good. We're not, not getting out, but they are they are yeah they're hungry and they're they're hungry. <laughs> they're, anyway anyway yeah. just don't look at them in the eyes. Uh, <laughs> uh, but she has an entire iPhone full of videos of her leaping out at me. Good and she has a love good girlfriend. Yeah. yeah, it's not it's not okay. That's I'm not happy bit. about it. What do you think? Why do you think that is? I grew up in a very loving household full of very kind people who just wanted me to be happy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I was very lucky that way. Um, and so I just never watched a lot of spooky things growing up. I had a sister who liked, she liked scary things, but I, I just avoided it. And that was, it was never thrust upon me. I, I wonder sometimes, because I also grew up in a very loving, nurturing household mm-hmm. that really embraced who I am as a person. And for some reason, I just have a very short temper. Like, I'm just a very angry <laughs> oh, person. Same. And it's one of those, like, but, but I, but I'm happy. I was never abused. Like, I don't yeah. know. And maybe maybe that's it. maybe that's the secret. You can't love your kids too much. That's no. probably it. Yeah. I got I got too many hugs, and now I'm afraid of spiders. <laughs> Uh, my family was very uh, no no on uh, scary movies. Watching that because mm-hmm. my parents weren't into it. Yeah, and uh, so I wasn't till like college that I started. I think the f- closest thing I got to a scary movie was I caught a heavily edited version of the Dead Zone on TV. So <laughs> the Dead Zone, the Dead Zone, the movie. Oh, okay. With, I believe you Christopher Walken, right? Uh, Isn't Christopher Walken in the Dead Zone? I'm not I, sure. I couldn't tell I have you. not watched it since then. I know Anthony Michael Hall was on the TV and, show for and, USA. And I thought I was getting away with something. It was like a Sunday afternoon. I'm like, I'm watching a rated R show on the USA channel <laughs> that edited out all the curse words. But it's still R technically. Yeah, technically, yeah. Yeah. Yes. it counts. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when I grew up, Die Hard was like, not a horror movie, of course, but no. it's like, that was a Christmas movie. That's what we yeah. watched every every year. So, and like, my, I had older siblings. It's like a nine-year gap. So they're always like, come on, watch like the scary yeah. thing. And I'm like, I'm the little kid i want to fit in mm-hmm. and then like my little brother is like not paying attention so when we watch it he's like kind of like 
farting around doing something no. else. So like, uh, I've been exposed to scary movies for uh, the sense I can remember. I don't like. I remember I went over to a friend's house too, who was one of those friends that would guilt you into like watching stuff with him. I'm like, mm-hmm. fine. So I watched the first Child's. Or no, we didn't watch. The, I've never seen the first or second Child's Play. I've only seen the third, um, and it's terrifying. There is a moment. Uh, spoiler warning where someone jumps on a grenade and in slow motion you see what happens when someone mm. actually jumps on a grenade and well, it's not actually oh this is maybe is real you don't know you don't maybe know <laughs> that's a uh, method acting yeah. uh, oh, and, uh, <laughs> about that yeah. <laughs> would you jump on a grenade yeah. for a roll for a tricky roll paid enough <laughs> yes yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, I just remember like that oh yeah, no, I've just been exposed to scary movies for a long time. Actually, I still haven't been able to watch Shaun of the Dead because that movie <gasps> actually really scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Really? Shaun, Shaun of the Dead? Shaun, Shaun of the, the Dead's, Dead's yeah. like perfect. It's it, like the best movie of all time. I yeah. haven't seen it. Nothing. <laughs> the only thing that scared me is the during the final thing when all the zombies are breaking into the bar. Oh. And um, there's one character that just... Yeah. And I remember Amazing. I saw that and like I, watching the scene when I was older, just like out of context. I'm like, yeah. that's funny because it's like... And it's really cool the way yeah. they pulled that off. But as a kid, I was like... <laughs> I was at a sleepover. I was like, I'm going home. Yeah. I hate yeah, that's one of those movies that, uh, like, the Evil Dead 2 is similar to this. It's like, how are you simultaneously very, very funny and legitimately scary? Yeah. I don't know that that trick. And then on top of it, Shaun of the Dead is also very emotional, like, with the dad. Yeah, it's, it's so like, well written. I mean, the whole the whole Cornetto trilogy is just... Amazing. Brilliant. It took me a little bit longer to get on board with Hot Fuzz. <gasps> because really? Well, because it's it, it's for the... You're, you go in expecting big action riff. Right. And it's more of a... The, the joke on the action movies that they never actually get to the action until yeah. like the end and then it's it's a slow out. burn yeah so it's almost a more of another horror riff for mm-hmm. a majority of the movie mm-hmm. still great though it's just when you go in with certain expectations it's like why world's end is the third right yeah yes. i love world's that, end. that, that is, doesn't click with me and really? I, I tried again and i was like i liked it more mm-hmm. it still didn't click with me because i was like i think i'm missing a piece of the movie yeah um but hot fuzz still like i think i watched that once a year because it's so much fun yeah, yeah. i love their because uh nick frost character was written for like a female lead and like mm-hmm. that way because they were gonna oh. try to do it was meant to look like uh, a romantic thing was building and which it feels like between the yeah. two of them yeah. and it's like it's so like intimate and they're like we're gonna watch bad boys too because it's yeah. such an important movie oh. and that's why i love it's just like there's like little like hidden things in all of edgar wright's movies I but that one that. has so no. many hidden things in it it's really cool that is such a good t- t- trio i mean mm. edgar wright's just the best director yeah baby driver baby driver baby driver, <laughs> baby driver. Oh, I'm so, th- so you wouldn't don't you still don't really watch scary movies I, i've gotten into it since blair witch that was okay. like when i when i booked that that was my first thought it was like i'm gonna have to understand what i'm doing mm-hmm. <laughs> you've seen the original Blair Witch? Uh, I now have very many times. Yeah. Okay. It's it's interesting because I didn't watch it. I think the, I'm trying to remember whether I watched it after The Blair Witch or before, but it was right around that time because I'd never seen it. Right. And it's interesting, especially like if, if you're able to transport yourself back to the time of like... I was going to say, a, it's so of its time. If you imagine like a festival where you've never seen something like that and people are going around with flyers of the missing people and you watch that movie. It's, it's fucked up. Crazy. Yeah, it's amazing to think about. But okay, do you? So you grew up with it, like a lot of people I know. Mm-hmm. Do you think that changes how you view horror movies now? Because I think that I feel like since I didn't watch horror movies growing up, I am. It's easier for me to like get into the zone because like I'll walk out of a movie and people are like, oh, that wasn't scary. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, you yeah. sweat. I had to change shirts during yeah. this. No, um, I mean there was a moment where like sometimes yeah, there's some movies that I just can't get into because yeah. I've just seen it uh, like 90 times already. Because yeah. now movies, there are movies that like do rehash stuff like Ouija when it came out was yeah. rehashing the same thing you've oh, seen, yeah. or the Ninth Paranormal Activities is the same thing you see <laughs> yeah. over and over again. But like a lot of horror movies now are being really original. Like Don't Breathe, like uh, kind of Conjuring. Like- 
you're coming in at a good time because it's kind of like a renaissance of like scary movies because you got Don't Breathe, It Follows, mm-hmm. The Witch, Ooh. Green Room, sort it of. It Follows is such a good. That movie is that it's movie wonderful. is. Have you seen it? Oh yeah, yeah. It's, that and also that soundtrack is really, actually now I want to watch that. Yeah. I love It Follows. I've that, watched that movie like ten times. That the scene where they reveal they explain the monster when she's in the wheelchair is oh. just amazing. Oh. It's so good. It's and, great. It's great exposition too. Yeah, because that can get real clunky, especially in horror movies. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's because you have to explain why things are happening and yeah. what's going to happen and it's like it's it's really really I don't know that movie that movie hit every note for me yeah mm. it's interesting to think about exposition this is way off this is on a tangent and I apologize it's funny uh, talk about movies. one of the best uh, movies that I really noticed probably because I've watched it a bunch the way it uses exposition where it, it gives you a lot of exposition without you ever realizing that you're getting exposition is Pulp Fiction because people hmm. are just having a conversation that, you, that feels just like a conversation. And you realize, like, a good example is with uh, Samuel Jackson and John Travolta when they're talking about Marcellus Wallace and the guy he threw off the roof into the, like, he hit yeah. the glass and all that stuff. It just sounds like they're shooting the shit. But it informs so much of the rest of the movie. And is a lot of exposition on who Marcellus Wallace is, why people are scared of him, what his function is in the community, how he relates to these guys. And you don't realize at all that you're getting an exposition dump that's essentially all that scene is tarantino is the king of secret exposition yeah because the the beginning the first 10 minutes of inglorious bastards that's probably the greatest the greatest opening of any movie yeah i i i'm i'm gonna stand by that i think that's that's fair better than deadpool with a car accident (laughs) Ooh, is it better the slow motion let us know in twitter (laughs) if if we can compare those tell me how now that i've had a stern opinion i'm going to get ripped (laughs) apart (laughs) hey our audience usually is very nice they're they've always they're always very kind you're kind little moist little ears i appreciate (laughs) so do you have a favorite scary movie before we get into uh, once we get out of movies before that, do you have a scary movie that you love now um, or I, appreciate? Well, thanks to good old Slam over here, oh, uh, he I, I texted him last night and I was like, I just want to get in the mood. So which which horror movie should I see? And I, I watched um, uh, Con- The Conjuring, the first so Conjuring. Good, man. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was so good. Yeah. yeah, it's really it's really disturbing, but it's it's, well, it's so I forgot, well directed. Now thinking about it, after I recommended, it, I, I forgot how many like details go into that movie. That it's like this giant like acreage is like where many houses are built on. They're all getting haunted. And I'm like, yeah. that's such a cool little yeah. piece. So, to I've it. Yeah. said this before about the Conjuring movies, but it really is like if you wanted to turn a horror movie into a big tentpole blockbuster. That's 100% how you do it. Because yeah. the, the Warrens are basically supernatural superheroes, uh, the way they're depicted in those movies. Uh, but I also love, it, like, the end is basically like an exorcism. Theoretically, on paper, it's just an exorcism movie, like any exorcism movie you've ever seen. Right. And they just crank it to 11. Yeah. Like, it's the craziest exorcism you'll ever see in a movie. Think the house is falling apart. and like <laughs> The tension's amazing. Yeah. It starts off with, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm not qualified to do this. And then it goes into it, which is which is an excellent premise. Yeah. For like, if this works out, it's on this guy who has openly claimed that it's that not, not his, his, his forte. Yeah. 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 Check out Genius. two, man. Yeah. The second one is, it, I think... The first one is more solid all the way around, but the second one plays around with a lot of like fun cinematography and also yeah. just storytelling. Like, there's a moment at the end that involves some tape recorders yeah. when they they have to synchronize yeah, them, yeah, yeah. and I won't say anything else. But like, because you don't, I didn't see that coming when they when they figure out how to do it, and it's incredible. It's so cool, awesome. and it's so it's kind of convoluted, but it's yeah. like it's <laughs> it, it's really really well done. James Wan is a uh, is the boy. He's oh, a yeah. he and Bloomhouse. Did, did he start with Saw? Um, maybe actually let me look really quick. Oh. I have a computer. Let me see what he has he done. He did in 
Insidious also. You did, he's done. Did he which see, I got did he... worried because I saw when I saw The Conjuring, I was I, I looked him up and I was like, oh, he did. Oh, he did Insidious with Patrick Wilson. Wilson. No. I was like, oh, did I miss something in the timeline? No, they, no. But... I do like. I feel like he did Insidious. He's like. We can do better, and then he Was did Conjuring. I haven't seen the first Insidious. I saw the second one, and I really enjoyed the second one. Ooh, it, from point of view, the second one's uh, no offense, yeah. it's dog trash compared. And well, I, uh, here's here's why I liked it. It uh, reminded me a lot of like Texas Chainsaw too, to the second t- Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where they're like, "We already did this. What do we do now? Oh, let's make it a cartoon. Like, yeah. let's make it nuts." <laughs> no, it and it's like I'm all for that. In yeah. the first one, you basically just like it's this really cool I don't know it's just the first one actually was may have been my favorite horror movie for a long time before wow. I saw The Conjuring I really liked Insidious like it was something I'd watch on repeat we'd have like movie nights where we just watched again and just talk about like yeah. all, all the possibilities do you know the pitch for what it is like of what mm-hmm. Insidious is I mean again I saw the sequel so oh, so you got you get an idea but yeah. it's like this kid kind of like doesn't wake up and all of a sudden there's like multiple hauntings happening like a week but they're all acting differently mm-hmm. so you find out that the boy they want this boy because the boy's Oops. soul isn't there. Like, no. so they don't know where the soul of the boy went. And now all these like, de- like a demon and like, or multiple demons and ghosts are trying to come back through mm-hmm. this kid. Oops. And it's like this really cool, uh, like Rose Burns in it. Uh, Bryn burn. Yeah. Uh, Rose Burn, Rose Burn yeah. and Patrick Wilson are, are stellar in it. All the kid actors are very good in it as well. Very Ooh, cool. That's special. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam, do you have a favorite horror movie? Fa- all time. That I think, I'm going to say It Follows. I'm gonna really? Say, I it think Follows. That's good. That's solid. I think It Follows or, and I know it's more of a thriller, but a lot of, a lot of things get looped together with thrillers and horrors and yeah. uh, everything. You kind of start to splinter off from there. That or The Witch because of how much like, The is Witch horror. Really? is. It's, it's a yeah, horror, yeah. but like the way it. Which is magical and not necessarily in the pot. Like it, Ooh, it's a magically made movie. That's a rough movie to get through. Um, yeah. it, it, there's something just so important about watching it because yeah. I know how much work went into making this movie. Yes. And like, yeah. have you seen it? Did you see The Witch? We, we did, yeah, because mm. we were, I was nervous about that one uh-huh. yeah. for a long time. But as <laughs> I, I, we were, we were watching that and they're like, this might as well be an origin story for Blair Witch. Yeah, it, I, really. I, in my, it's headcanon for me that that's yeah. that that's a part of the. That's really cool. That's amazing. I mean, how it makes perfect sense because it, yeah. it, it it works so well with the. I mean, my favorite thing about the Blair Witch is the um, uh, the mythology behind it. Yeah. If, you, if you go and read, there's books and books about uh, the most all all of this mythology, and it fits in that. Yeah. That could very easily fit in the story. Yeah. So I I I loved I loved that aspect of it. It was it was. It was clearly a very um, hard worked film, though. I mean, yeah, that's an interesting thing. I just I was just thinking about how like people. That was one of those people who were like it's not horror because it's not scary. I'm like, you're insane. No, yeah. that's you're terror. Insane. Uh-huh. That's, yeah, that's, that's what I was just thinking. It's like it's harrowing. It's yes. a harrowing movie. No, you. That's how a horror movie should be, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. That's yeah. And I, I feel like the the especially if you have like if you're able to inject in the movie, it's like. I don't want to spoil that movie, but awful things happen to children. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, and also the movie's really smart. When you watch it again, those twins, yeah. those mm. twins are basically saying a lot of what's going to Like, yeah. they're not like telling you the movie, like in Edgar Wright movies, where they tell you exactly what's going to happen, like <laughs> yeah. hidden in the background, but they, they are telling you what's going to happen. I would by not the end mind rewatching that movie with subtitles on because mm-hmm. some of. What was said was a little difficult to follow in the old English. They do do... Even the, though it adds a lot of texture to that movie. The yeah. writer is very good because... Uh, writer-director. He basically has the old English lines. Yeah. And then by the, he tags on at the end of most sentences that are like a little too indecipherable. You have a more modern-day take on what the sentence was. But, mm-hmm. so it, but it works naturally. Like Sometimes people repeat themselves at the end of sentences. Yeah. Like, I'm going to say this, or I'm going to say this. Yeah. Like, 
by but taking that tinier bit, like then then he explains what he just said, yeah. Yeah. which is tough. Yeah. <laughs> and also the they speak so fast, and the main the main dad, his mm-hmm. voice is so bassy, yeah. yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. I also found out he's on the original Office from the UK, and when he really? popped up, I was oh. like, "Why do I know that voice?" And he's I also looked on it up, Game and I was like, Thrones. "Yeah, he's yeah. well, he has to be. That yeah. voice is amazing." Um, but no, it's like he's also on Doctor Who. I think I think he's he's wow. done the rounds. I think Probably. he's done the rounds. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, the yeah. British well. stuff. He's done. Yeah. He's doing okay. Yeah. <laughs> and also Anya Taylor Joy, good for you. One of the first movies. Oh for yeah. You. yeah, yeah. She's blowing up. Yeah, she, yeah for sure. She's gonna be New Mutants and everything. For me, uh, my favorite horror movie has to be The Thing. The I, John Carpenter's The Thing. I need it's to see that. Perfect. I need to. I need to see all of it. Yeah, I we'll have a movie night. Have you? You've never finished the thing. I've never. No. 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 As a kid, when when the head detaches, <laughs> yeah. you, ooh, and I can't. I can't watch it yeah. past that. And you've never seen it. No. We have you seen thing. it? Movie night. Yeah. Movie night. The thing is amazing. Wait, I have to correction. Yeah. I do know all time favorite. All time no, favorite is The Strangers. All time favorite. Oh, is the Strangers. I hate I've the Strangers. Why do you hate it? I, because I don't understand why. Like the the people in the house keep reacting like they're they they never they're so not proactive. Like they don't do like attack them, do something. They treat it like mm-hmm. they're unstoppable, and it's like they're dudes, man. Like I could see it's that. not Jason. Like you could you could try. It's not even that you fail. You, they don't even try to anything with oh, them. They do try one time with a gun. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, but but the setup before the setup where they're like on phone calls and people are in the background that's great. No, it's I think it's the subtle. It's like the it's the when you're hiding in the room and they definitely know that they're there, but they're yeah. still just gonna fuck with them. Yeah, have you seen it? Yeah, a long time ago actually. Yeah, no. Which no. Was, it was one of the in in, in my I refuse to watch horror movies phase. I got no. I actually saw it. <laughs> they tricked you. Yeah. I, yeah, I think the ending is like when like you get the scream at the end. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I don't like that. But um, yeah. the the scene that gets me is. She main I think it's Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Uh, she's hiding in the pantry, and like the guy with the potato mask is like sitting down at the table. He clearly knows that she's there. And oh no 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 sorry. She's cutting. She's different scene. Uh, she's trying to cut through the living room, and mm-hmm. she like looks at the front door, and the piano is being used to try to block it. And then she turns around and leaves, and then you hear someone going down the keys yeah. as if they were walking by and just trying to fuck with her. And I'm yeah. like, that moment was the best. And then when yeah. I saw it in theaters, I, I audibly said, Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> if you're gonna amazing. die, yeah. <laughs> also, shout out to Glenn Howerton. He was in there for a second. Oh. The guy from It's Always Sunny. Then it's oh, always, yeah, always yeah, Sunny. Yeah, yeah. Was in there for a second. He played the friend, <laughs> the only friend. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the, the only friend? Do you remember you, the friend? Do you remember? Oh, the it's friend? not. It's um, Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Liv Tyler. And who, who? Who were the female leads in both of the Hulk movies? Liv Tyler, Liv Tyler oh, and Jennifer Connelly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Same thing. Same, same Mark girl. Wahlberg, yeah. Matt Damon. Ooh, yeah. Jennifer Connelly, Liv Tyler. Can't t- I can't. Yeah. They, they completely mix That's up in funny. my brain. You, you know what? I just realized my one of, totally off topic from there, but I think my favorite horror, not, mo- not movie, but experience is Resident Evil 7. Have you guys played this? Ooh, Seven, that's rough. I can't no. play that game. Is it's that too the, scary. That's the new one. I loved Resident Evil Four. My favorite. One of my yeah. favorite games of all time. Yeah, I just Resident showed Evil it to, to my girlfriend, and she she was she was humoring me. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> that, that game. That game is one of those games that's like that's perfect. It's almost yeah. it's perfect. Yeah. you know what I mean. Uh, but Seven, I've only that's the VR with that one. You don't have to play it VR. Okay. I didn't. I okay. couldn't. I could not. I, yeah, that's I the only way I tried I, it. We, it was too scary. Yeah. No, no, thank you. I would throw up. I can't handle that. But the game is masterful and i know that cool. they it kind of seems like they just took pt and put a new skin on it for a lot of it but yeah. like the the and pt is probably another i think as for an original thing pt is probably the greatest horror 
thing that I've experienced. Uh, remind me what PT is again. Oh, PT was a demo that was made a few years ago for um, a Silent Hill uh, yeah. sequel that never got made. Yeah. So it just exists, um, existed, uh, depending on if you owned, if you downloaded it or not. Um, it was it was just released kind of uh, anonymously, and, and it's this first person walk through a hallway over and over again experience. And it sounds weird, but oh my God, it's unbelievably upsetting. And nice. I, I, I played a little bit of it, but it now only exists on consoles that got the chance to download it. Cause it's yeah. gone. It's, it's gone. Otherwise, I remember but, when they pulled it and people freaked out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also the original Bioshock <gasps> scared the bejesus oh, out of so people. Good. So, so good. So good. Yeah. And that's one of those when people are like, let's make a movie. Why? What could you mm-hmm. possibly do in a movie that you didn't would achieve improve. in the game? Yeah, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, there's there's a um, there's another one I, I showed. I think she actually enjoyed it. That one, but um, that that I feel like. Here's my thing with making video game movies. It's slipping way off topic. I'm sorry. No, no we're all good. I think that movie could conceivably make a uh, that game could conceivably make a good movie, but they would have to do they would have to do something that's unrelated to Jack, like yeah. the main character. If you're going to make a video game movie, make it about someone other than the main character in the game. That's one, that's one of the reasons I think you... Uh, I would actually wouldn't mind seeing like a Grand Theft Auto movie because mm. it's so much about the world. Yes. You could just make a dope crime movie just set in that world. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, like, exactly. Hasn't a game done that before? I feel like a game movie has done that where you get like the general title of it. Resident but- Evil. Resident Evil, yes, and it sort of works because you're not you're not like oh fuck them for doing this. It's it's like oh it's okay, it's its own thing. Yeah, may or may not suck. Although (laughs) they're talking about doing the reboot, it's like wait, wait, do four with who? Right, four. I don't know. I'm just saying revisit what four did. Yes, and make that a movie. I actually had a text on the way over here from a friend of mine who mutually love hates those movies, and she's like, they're apparently making six more. Apparently, this was announced. No, there's six more, but no, um, Paul W S Anderson. It's a new guy, and I can't remember the name of the person. That signed on. Oh, I didn't know there was a person. I just knew that they were talking about relaunching it because, of course, they are because it makes them money and it's not super expensive for them to make. So I why wouldn't help you? But love them. I, I don't know why. I haven't watched them. I haven't watched anyone, but I should because I I'm a I'm, I am really into B movies, like oh, fun yeah. bad movies. Like I'm on board. That's a soft horror movie. It's not horror. Yeah. It's like action more than anything. But my God, I can't help but love it. My friend Marky, who is one of the most uh, unique people I've ever met, and I love him for it. He he. He likes things that I feel like most people would would be afraid to say they like, yeah. and he loves them as hard as he can. And so he yeah. introduced me to Resident Evil, and I think I love it because he loves it so much. I get it, but I he totally um, get it. He, I, we'd go to like midnight premieres for. We went to a midnight premiere for four. Yeah, which I think everybody else would say probably isn't their favorite movie, but I had the greatest time, and it's actually filmed very well. And the 3D was done right on it. And it it's, it's one of the few times I feel like 3D actually kind of helped the story a bit. Yeah, 3D's hit or miss. Guys. I, I hate it. <laughs> our boy is going to be attached to the reboot. James Wan is attached to the That's, reboot for oh, Resident Evil. Oh, then it's going to be amazing. Yeah, it is. And yeah. also, by the way, his like first big one was some other movie I don't need to say. But Saw was the big one. Dead Silence, if you remember that. It's the puppet one. that like, It was oh, not nice. very big. Saw um, and then... Uh, Something called Death Sentence. I don't remember that one. But then, oh, that was his. Uh, that was his Death Wish thing with Kevin Bacon. Is that it was good? His, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's, 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 a re, it's a revenge movie with Kevin Bacon and John Goodman's in it too. Oh, yeah. Wait. Oh, I love John Goodman. It's not like a horror movie. It's just no. A, it's, it's a. Violent. It's an. It's a crime thriller type thing. I, like like it's like uh, John Goodman's like a criminal. Yeah. And but it's really his son that's like the criminal. Like yeah, his his son kills Kevin Bacon's son. I've seen it. And Kevin Bacon goes, and that's the one. The one great thing that everybody remembers from that movie is where he escapes out the back of the car as it goes over the edge of 
other thing. Oh, in and the, like, the parking dope. garage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's dope. And then he did um, Insidious, Conjuring, Insidious Two, Furious Seven, Conjuring Two, MacGyver's TV series. He did record. He did an yeah, episode well, of MacGyver. You know, Hot needs, dog. Everybody needs a ben paycheck. Aquaman. So <laughs> I'm Aquaman. so excited for Aquaman. It's gonna just be fun. At the, the cast least, is really great. Yeah. Hope. Dolph, Dolph Lundgren. Dolph yeah. Lundgren. He's great. Uh, yeah. Nicole Kidman. Anyway. You, you know what? I've waited for a movie where Dolph Lundgren and Nicole Kidman can be together. <laughs> <laughs> That's like I've now you nev- got me thinking. We can't. We'll save this for another one, probably. But uh-huh. uh, what would make a good video game movie? We should do a podcast. Oh, dude, I got, I got hours. I got yeah. hours of this. <laughs> can, I, can I real quick? Can I give yeah. you my elevator pitch for uh, uh, Legend of Zelda movie? Yes. Ooh. Okay. This is the only. Everyone's gonna hate me. They're gonna. Yeah. They're gonna. I'm gonna get shits on all uh, over yeah. my my Twitter. But if you were to make a Legend of Zelda movie, this is what you do. You make it about Zelda. You 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 show. Link for a split second at the very end in like a silhouette at most, but you yeah. don't actually feature him at all. Don't let him speak. You shouldn't. The only reason we like Link is because we're Link. We're enjoying yeah. what he's doing. That's yeah. the only thing. You make the movie about Zelda and her experience through Ocarina of Time, right? You have this little girl who is kind of having dreams. She's, she's, she's waking up in the middle of the night after having these nightmares about something horrible happening to the entire kingdom, but there being a little glimmer of hope from the forest, right? So yeah. there's, there's all this like tension through what is it? It's like a mystery. But she she's watching this guy who came from a part of the world that is notoriously deemed an evil place. Yeah. And she's feeling a lot of really negative vibes from this guy who is slowly manipulating her parents yeah. and is infiltrating his way into the castle and is slowly ranking his way up and further and further and further until eventually he kills her dad. He takes over the entire kingdom and chases her and her her um, her caretaker all the way out of the castle and through through like the middle of the city and none, none of the people in the in, in the, in the uh, courtyard have any idea what's going on but yeah. she sprints away and because of this this kid that she's been dreaming about gets out of the entirety of the world right and she spends seven years unseen in the video game what happens in those seven years all we see is that she eventually shows up later and spoilers becomes this gargantuan badass yeah. uh, uh, off of ancient technology and, and tactics and stuff so Impa took her somewhere really important and trained her for seven solid years i want to see what happens to her in that time period yeah, yeah. you got an enormous amount of character arc uh, off of that just just from this one little girl like it'd be, it'd be amazing to see her to build up this this um fight this fighter from somebody who has like pampered her whole life to turn into a fighter is like amazing that, that could be a a bitchin' story. I love that. If for some reason you had somebody like, no, we need Link. <laughs> you know, the good thing about Legend of Zelda is there's so many Links. Yeah. And so many times, you could just pick one. You oh, could just yeah. say, like, this is one you haven't seen in the games. <laughs> I, I just I just think if you if you're if you're gonna do a video game if you're gonna do a movie about Zelda it's gotta feature something outside of I mean even even the people in the town. That could be really interesting to see What's ha- or even Ganondorf? Take it from Ganondorf's perspective. The yeah, guy, yeah. the guy started off in a in the desert, um, just the only one of his kind within the Gerudos, and yeah. it, the the whole kingdom's looking at them like they're evil. It's, he he's got a perfectly logical perspective on why he should hate the castle. They're racists. They yeah. hate him, mm-hmm. so he wants to take over and 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 rise up from the most hated portion of the world there's so much to do there sounds like you got a good miniseries going on there it sounds like game of thrones i mean i don't watch game of thrones but remember netflix like there was like that rumor that netflix was going to get a zelda yeah yeah, yeah. and that was going to be really cool i was nervous my (laughs) my big thing the only game that i can think of that i played recently like fuck yeah why haven't you adapted adapted this is the witcher and now it's getting Mm. a netflix series which is fucking perfect and one more time guys we want to do a quick shout out to one of our sponsors brooklinen.com guys this is the 
number one place for you guys to get the most comfortable sheets. I mean, the most comfortable sheets I mean, I've Sam, ever experienced. If you, if you can see Sam's face right now, he's super serious. They are this. comfy. They are very comfy. Yeah, they actually were kind enough to send us some sheets. Ooh. I've tried them out. I've laid in them. They are top notch. Brooklyn is the fastest growing bedding brand in the world because people love these products. Their sheets have over 12,000 five-star reviews. That is incredible. They have versatile colors and patterns that you can mix and match to effortlessly complement any decor. This is luxury bedding underpriced. You have to try these sheets today. We, You want to try these sheets because we know that you will love them. Brooklinen.com has an exclusive offer just for you guys listening wow. to this podcast right now. Get $20 off and free shipping. I love the free shipping. Free shipping when you use promo code STUPID at Brooklinen.com. In fact, Brooklinen is so confident that you'll love your new sheets that they offer a risk-free 60-night satisfaction guarantee and a lifetime warranty on all their sheets and comforters there is no reason not to give it a shot guys do it up the only way to get twenty dollars off and free shipping is to use the promo code stupid at brooklinen.com that's b-r-o-o-k-l-i-n-e-n.com with the promo code stupid brooklinen these are the best sheets ever and now back to the show so we're going to read off a few tweets of what some of our fans find scary and then we can talk about what scares us eddie chase at para playwright uh aliens scare the ever living shit out of me if they've traveled to this planet their technology is well beyond anything we can handle that would be true 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 mm-hmm. uh james at james stark plays shout out yeah night terrors are scary have you guys had any crazy night terror stories or just nighttime scares oh no i've had night terrors i've, I've had night terrors i've too. had where you we half wake up and you can't move and you have unless sleep, sleep paralysis, paralysis. Oh. That, i haven't ha- ever had that and I've, you it's like you can't like basically it feels like you know when you can't you you're really tired and you try to pull yourself out of bed yeah imagine if your brain's fully aware but your body won't let you get up and yeah. you're just like i mean paralysis <laughs> but no. like uh but it's just like you keep trying to pull yourself up without your eyes opening you're like it's kind of like pulling from your shoulders and you're like get yeah, out of bed yeah. but then you fall back to sleep because your body's so tired and then like it, for me it would happen over and over again and i'm like this is a nightmare let me yeah. out please i yeah. had that happen on an air mattress one time that was slowly deflating Ooh. so sleep, i was sleep like paralysis on yeah. an air mattress and I could feel, <laughs> so you got that like weight on your chest yeah. feeling and stuff and it, it feels like there's somebody in the room also yeah. but i'm like i'm moving i can feel myself traveling that's was, why you got a lot of those uh demon paintings from the renaissance where the de- demon sitting on no seriously oh, is where that the right? demon sitting on the chest and it's and they think it's because of sleep paralysis oh, you I thought have you were a saying... sense of something in the room because a lot of those paintings were like the demon's there it's it's they're in bed and the demon's sitting on their chest oh and so it might just be sleep paralysis because they have that sense of something in the room pressure on their chest oh my god yeah i thought you were saying get an idol to ward off the demon <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> something i'm like good uh, to know <laughs> uh, no i've had i've had night terrors and I, but i didn't know there were night terrors because my experience with that was through other people was like waking up screaming mm-hmm. peril that shit that wasn't me i would growing up i just get up have a bad sense go to the light turn the light on wake up everything's fine turn the light off go back to bed uh which became complicated when i uh got married and i shared a bed oh. a bed with somebody uh for a long period of time and so then you're not used to that so you get up and there's literally somebody in the bed with you yeah. that you're not that you're still dreaming and so you have a different sense of stuff and so that took a that was there was a learning curve there on that one mm-hmm. yeah. um or like you freak out and you book it down to the to the bathroom <laughs> or whatever. Uh, night terrors are not fun. Can no. I tell you a scary story? Like, it's not even like that scary, but um, 
uh, I was visiting my parents, uh-huh. and they uh, like they had my dad. <laughs> my dad, whenever he does like, there's like a little bit of construction work. He's like, "Don't worry, I'll buy all the equipment." We're like, "Dad, please don't, I'll buy everything." Nah. So he came home with a table saw. <laughs> like, like, yeah, we're not, we're doing one project. We don't need this, and it like it's portable and everything. So he had like a, he left a bunch of the boxes outside in our like backyard, so we would go like tear, tear them down the next day, and it was dark out. And we heard, like, a rustling, and we turned on the lights, and, like, all the boxes had been, like, shuffled through. Yeah. And so, like, my dad's, like, it's probably, like, a raccoon or a squirrel or something. And then, but, or no, he said it was the wind. Mm-hmm. And um, we're, like, looking around, like, there's no wind, yeah. though. So it was something, and he wanted to go out and clean it up. I'm, like, I was, like, no, no, no. Just, like, because I'm a little scared. I'm a little, I'm a little scared. I'm, like, no, no, no. Don't need to. Like, uh, whatever it was, it freaked out, and now it's probably scared, too. So don't, don't go out there. Yeah. Then, ten minutes later, on the front door, we heard a... Mm-mm. And we're like, nope. we're like, and I, I, then I didn't, I was like, you know, I'm paranoid. I don't need to ask. Like, I don't need to do that. I don't need to do that to myself because also my family will all like to make fun of each other. So yeah. it's like playfully. But uh, then uh, a few, like like a week later, I was like, dad, you know, with the boxes? And he's like, you heard that knocking? And I was like, <laughs> and, I, and he heard it more than once. And I was like, nope, nope, nope. And our raccoons are learning. <laughs> <laughs> or it's small, quick people that are throwing all of our oh, shit around and then God. knocking on our doors. Yeah. <laughs> they, we have, they have some neighbors. Yeah. Who just, <laughs> we have some neighbors who have like 10 kids and like could have been one of them. Could have been yeah. one of those little fuckers. No, point, no, no, no fuck. good. No good. Uh, Chris at Chris Posada GG. Nanotechnology keeps me up at night thinking about myself in a Black Mirror episode. We got some, we got some head tilts on that one. It's hard enough to watch a character live in them. So I just, I guess technology I get outpacing that. them maybe. That's scary. I mean, kind of like the alien thing about. I, I don't really get yeah. the the fear of them coming here, um, like because they have technology. Well, you didn't watch enough alien movies growing up. Well, yeah, but there's but, a, there's a chance they could be okay. I would like <laughs> to. True, I would true. like to hope so. I'd like to hope if they have the technology to get here that they're all right. I yeah, love, I love but all the, the bad ones are. Can, can I read the next tweet? So yeah, I just saw what it was. Ariel <laughs> at seaside underscore b. The idea of marrying someone who could be a serial killer and you don't know. Man, you did a bad job about figuring out who this person was before yeah. getting married. If they're like that good, then, yeah. then it's your they, fault. They win. Then they win. Yeah, they win. <laughs> they deserve I it. I did it. Yeah. 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 They, yeah, they earned that. They earned it. Like those movies you see where it's like they've been married for like whatever an amount of time and then like, oh, wait a minute, he's a serial killer? He's been a serial killer for years? It's like, wow, you did a bad job about yeah, figuring my, this out. My, my wife loves watching those serial killer shows, like the true crime, oh. like CSI investigation things. It always makes me because I walk through and like this is how she murdered her husband. Oh my I'm God. like, wait a second, wait a second. Yeah. We, need to, we need to have a talk about this. Oh, there, there's a show. There is an excellent show on investigation discovery. What's it called? Oh, oh, with 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 Joe Kenda. Oh, uh, Joe. I don't know. I can't remember. But there, there's a, Google Joe Kenda. He is he okay. is like a, a real cop who has has a years and years of experience and created a show around a lot of the crazy shit that happened to him. That that is that is some. <laughs> Excellent trash TV. I That's love it. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Rachel Cassiato, I believe I'm pronouncing it correctly. Ray Cash Money. Uh, <laughs> the inevitability of death mm. and spiders. And spiders. You guys are, are you guys afraid of little th- spiders? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get weird about it. I'm not like afraid, but I know if one moves quick near me, I'm going to book it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, spiders don't freak me out. Uh, if ro- I, roaches will always make me jump. If like a roach is like, hey, you, you need to cool it. And it's better now because out here you got baby roaches. Like in Florida, we have palmetto bugs. I was going to say that. Yeah, we got uh, them in Georgia too. Yeah, it's fucked up. South, man. And it's like, it's one of those like out here, you'll still jump because it's a thing out of the corner of your eye moving. Yeah. But it's like, 
Fuck you, man. And if you step on them, they'll make a crack that'll echo in the hallway, mm. yeah. which is horseshit. Homicide and then, and then, I can swear, right? Yeah, yeah go ahead. I, I thought I heard it on past podcasts, yeah. but I just wanted to make sure that wasn't being a huge jerk. Is it yeah. Homicide Hunter? Yeah, that's yeah, what it is. it is. I'm sorry, that was way off topic. No, no, no. I, we had to find it because I was curious. That's a great. That's a great show. Check uh, that out. But yeah, uh, spiders don't really freak me out as much. Fuck spiders. Um, <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Just yeah. fucking yeah. all die. I don't give a fuck. Fuck spiders. Uh, <laughs> no animal really. I don't think any animals freak me out. I I think just insects in general kind of freak me out. I think beetles freak me out. Kind mm-hmm. of. They're like they just remind me of cockroaches, and I'm like, yeah. I don't. I don't like it. If they, yeah. if I if someone hands me one, not a cockroach, a beetle, and I'd be like, I can handle that. But yeah. if I see it. What situation are you me. in where they're handing you beetles <laughs> when you're you a kid go, and like you go to the you go zoo? zoo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, bring, them bring mantises getting... are cool though. They kind they of scare cool. me because really? I, when I've seen them jump at a lot of people's faces and I like uh, I know they're not going to do anything. They're feisty. There's yeah. one. There's they're one hateful. that's like a, kind of a white pink that looks like a flower. I think it's called like the lotus mantis or something like that. Oh. It's really cool. Lotus, oh, is a lotus. Nice word. Except for lotus pods are just um, upsetting. I can't cope. I can't deal with that. It's his cat shit. Don't want it. No, I can't. No lotus pod. What are you talking about? Tryptophobia? No, you, 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 the fear of, of small holes and groupings. Oh, and stuff. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even like just describing it makes me so bothered. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. No, you will Google it later. Okay. I'll show you. Because I know there's the people Don't freak Google. out about those frogs that give birth out of babies out of their back. Uh-uh. And so uh-uh. it's the little things just climbing oh, out God, of the. Have you seen <laughs> Alien Covenant? Yeah. You yeah. Oh, God, yeah. With, with the back? back? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> a little back burst. Oh, baby. <laughs> What's going on there, you think? Uh, uh, oh, oh, I'm so uneasy. Yeah. <laughs> See, okay, I hope we get a lot of angry tweets about this episode because uh, we're going to be talking about something that creeps you out. Oh, have you guys, have I ever told um, Ken's Roach story on the podcast? Get ready, kids. I know I haven't heard this it. You haven't heard it? What no. happens? Oh, so so uh, uh, my good friend, Ken Whiting, we moved out here together. Shout out. Um, and... Uh, one day I was in college and um, I, at that time I turned my phone off before I went to bed. And so I turned it on in the morning and like, I just, a ton of messages. And so like, it's like four voicemails and the ones like, uh, I'm just waking up. And so it's him like, this is happening and I can't believe this is happening. And I'm going to my mom's and I just, and it's like, what, what's, what's happening? And I go to the next message. Like I'm at the hospital. It's okay. And it's like, what, what happened? I find out he's house sitting for his aunt. Uh-huh. And he feels a tickle by his ear, uh-uh. Uh-uh. and he goes to brush it away, and the, it's a roach, uh-huh. Florida roach. Right? Oh, panics, goes into the ear. No. So, uh-huh. so he. For- <laughs> I hate it. I hate everything about it. So. That's the fucking worst story. Ever. It's you great. Just told the it's whole great. worst story. <laughs> it's great for me because I get to share this story and haven't. I've never gone through the experience. Oh. So ah, that's one of my biggest out. fears ever. He freaks out. He freaks out. So he goes to the bedroom to investigate. Flips on the light. No. The roach panics. Tries to book it into his ear. <gasps> is is gnawing on his tympanic membrane. No. It's, he describes it as the worst pain he's ever felt in his life. Oh I'm gonna God. vomit. So of course with. <laughs> I'm gonna vomit. <laughs> With all the pain and, and the confusion, he's not thinking right. He gets in the car and drives to his mom's. Uh-huh. Bangs on the door like, Mom, this is happening. I need something. So she, she drives him to the hospital. Good call. Yep, smart. The, the nurse sees it. She's like, nope, I can't deal with this. So uh-huh. they drop in the medicine to kill it, but she won't scrape it out. So he's sitting there with this medicine in his ear that's killed the roach. Uh-huh. But the nurse is too scared to scrape it out. 
Lady. So by the time the doctor gets there, lady, that's your job. Uh, exactly. Now, now it's soaked so long that you can't just pull it out. It's like falling apart <laughs> oh, in his ear. So no, they have no. to scrape it out. He still, he still like has weird like supersonic hearing in that ear. Uh, what? Like he'll react like he'll before I ever hear a siren. Like we'll be hanging out before I ever hear a siren. He'll like react. To this it. is the best. Yeah. Origin, origin story. story for a <laughs> yeah. superhero I've so, ever heard. So after that, like I would go home, and my sister had a phase where she just slept on the floor, and of course I stayed up later than everybody else in my family so i saw what came out at night like when i'd go to the kitchen you'd see like the roach or whatever and i'm like cindy don't uh don't sleep on the floor you need to sleep in your bed oh god (laughs) because i see what climbs across these floors and you don't want to you don't want to deal with that so that was that's ken's roach story i had it i had an ear problem earlier this year yeah 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 well it's at the same time actually because i tweeted it and and, uh our uh, twins yeah Yeah. (laughs) um but it 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 fucks you all the way up. No. It was it's mm. bad. It yeah. was just like I had to go to the doctor and get like you know him to put water in there and shit. But it, it was like I couldn't think straight. I couldn't feel things properly. I was angry all the time and no. dizzy. It was bad. No dizzy. No. That's the hardest part because it's like you whip your head around and it's just like everything. I had yeah. water. I had like a. Sh- it felt like half of my head was filled with like water, uh-huh. and so I'd turn and like all the water would swish around, uh-huh. and I'm like, oh god, I'm gonna pee. Did you have a moment where it like it like it fixed itself and you were like relieved, or did it just slowly go away? No, I did a at home <laughs> treatment that kind of burned the inside of my ear by accident i did it wrong yeah. it works normally you need to tell me about this later yeah because i'm obsessed it. with fixing this stuff now yeah also the story you just told i've seen this video where it was like 50 50 mm-hmm. and they're like mm-hmm. look at this crazy ear surgery mm-hmm. and it was like someone was just kind of cleaning it out with like a little camera and, they're cleaning mm-hmm. it out, and all of a sudden you see a little flicker <laughs> and then they pull out it's no. a big ass cricket. No, I'm like, no. I'm like, that's one of my biggest fears now. I sometimes no. I'll, I, I won't even like listen to anything. I'm just like, I'll leave my headphones in. Yeah. Like, so I can go to sleep with headphones in. I'm just uh, like, my little earbuds. It's just like gaping. Sorry, I'm, I'm like away from the microphone. No, you're uh, no. No. It's just you have these gaping you're halfway across holes the room. in your head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. No, it's it's just screwed up that we just yeah. can't close these ear holes at any point in time. Yeah, like cro- uh, you, uh, you guys have probably gone to the aquarium where the crocodiles where they like you see them like come up and they breathe and yeah. then like everything seals up and then mm-hmm. they go under yeah, underwater. Why can't we do that? Yeah. Yeah. I just want to uh, close off during the night. Uh-huh. Uh, hyperbolic chamber, hyperbaric chamber, hyperbaric chamber. Uh-huh. Dragon Ball Z. Hyperbolic. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh, Stephen Coronado at word underscore boy. Boy. Uh, I'm claustrophobic. I really hate closed spaces and big crowds. I live in New York, so you can imagine my struggle. I am. Um, Worst place for you, man. (laughs) Yeah, my dad is claustrophobic. I have a little. That's one of the reasons I hate planes. It doesn't help that I'm a big boy. Yeah. And so, like, tight. I just don't like being. I don't like tight spaces and I don't like any space that I can't immediately just leave oh I I was in a situation like that in New York one time we were in Times Square with my my sisters trying to get the fuck out of there and there was some construction and so they like they like uh, hamstered all us up into a big pile and the crushing like I could feel bodies boring into mine and it was just like this this like uncontrollable fear i have never felt that in my entire life um last year my buddies invited me out to vegas and it was like the first time like going out to vegas for fun and i was like really excited we stayed in this hotel room with like 20 people it was really cool they were all awesome people mm-hmm. we yeah. had tickets to go see the chain smokers dj's favorite band and uh we went and <laughs> uh, we went uh so we went and saw them and it's like it's like a club club and I'm like okay so like this is like I've been to clubs before right. kind of like when you grow up you everyone kind of goes to bars where you can dance but like no this is like a club club so I'm like shit okay this is like new for me and I'm a, yeah. I'm a little nervous about going to like new places like this that are really crowded it's not like claustrophobia it's just like maybe it's just anxiety yeah. but I remember like they all my friends wanted to get into the middle center and I was like 
okay, it's going to be a big boy, and we're going to wow. go in there. And like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I, like, I had a beer, so I'm like, maybe that will make me relax. I'm like, nope, that actually just made me feel like disoriented. Oh, so God. once I got in there, and everyone's pressing against you, and they're all sweaty, yeah. and they're like, everyone's breathing on you, and you're like, this is so, like, I had to like step away, so I went up on the balcony. No one was there. Watched the whole show from there. It wasn't close up. Couldn't really see their faces, but I'm like, that's fine. Totally no, fine. That's I'm like, the only way. I have to do this. Also, first. If you've seen any other white boy in your life, you know what the chain smokers look like. <laughs> it's very hard to identify yeah. them. <laughs> um, but uh, also, I had like one kind of like claustrophobic space with where there's a lot of people at my first Comic Con. When yeah. you walk into uh, the room, Comic Con is intense. Yeah. When the yeah. when the when the atmosphere changes from when you go into the sweaty hall yeah. into like the outside. When you go into the the hall for the first time, I'm like, okay, this is actually like a shit ton yeah. to deal with yeah. right yeah. now. It also doesn't help that like living in an LA when you deal with traffic and you're trying to get through Comic Con, mm. you're like, no, yeah, I didn't come here for this. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, no just things. trying to get from point A to point B. What are you doing this to me? Well, yeah. we have a tweet here from Kylie <laughs> Madison at yeah. Kylie Kins Giraffes. When I was little, I thought one was going to try and eat me when we were feeding it. My brother put some food on my head. That's hmm. a shitty thing that to do. Been, no, that should have been a fun experience. Have a giraffe eat food off your head? That should be fun. Man, I mentioned their big ass faces just closing in around your head. You know, I kind of want to see it. Yeah. I want to see what would happen. Yeah, yeah. How would that giraffe look swallowing an entire person? It'd be yeah. like an anaconda, like you just had the big yeah. lump. Like, it's like trying it's to like, choke you down, like yeah, moving I, its entire gargantuan <laughs> torso around. That's 18 feet. That's saw, like, yeah, it was funny. I just saw a video post online of these giraffes like harassing these guys on motorbikes. What <laughs> <laughs> a great setup. Yeah. It's giraffes yeah. harassing guys it's on weird, motorbikes. But it was one of the few times I really looked at them and it's like, you're just like weird horses. Yeah, you're just weird horses. <laughs> like children's drawings yeah. come to life yeah exactly yeah. I love it when like at hotels in Africa when like the giraffes walk up to the w- windows and like they just like feed them out of the windows because like how do you how do you get a giraffe out like the yeah. head's enormous <laughs> how do you yeah. how do you, you can't push it out because it's just gonna whip you and yeah. you're like you just give you, it what it wants not, like break a rib yeah, yeah. Uh, Daniel at Pick Jazzo. Uh, I'm really scared of the open ocean. Do you guys think there's some kind of huge Cthulhu monster in the ocean? Oh, well, I, absolutely. I yeah. think things are <laughs> possible. Yeah, of course. There's I, giant giraffes down there. Yeah. <laughs> no question. Yeah. I would love to see an aquatic giraffe. <laughs> Let us actually new fan art challenge. Yeah. Do, yeah. do, yeah. do oh, the aquatic, aquatic giraffe. giraffe. Draw yeah. all three of us riding in a giraffe Ooh. In, the, in the water. In the, in the water. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't. I just personally sometimes you can't understand fears. I don't understand the fear of a, the open ocean maybe it's just like because you're a water boy i love the ocean you're like, a I even, you like from the water i maybe felt it for a second i went scuba diving like a month and a half ago and it was really cool but there was a moment where like it was a one-on-one dive which was really cool because no one else uh came so mm-hmm. he was like well we'll go out even farther and that's really cool and that was awesome but then yeah. there was a point when he, we had us like he had us flip around and like look up and i was like oh shit this is like me feeling how far down i am right now oh. but i'm like but i could like center myself i'm like well i have oxygen i'm mm-hmm. good to go i have like i'm weighted and i'm not gonna like fly up and get the bends or anything and like there's nothing around that's like it, creatures don't just attack and i don't have anything on me or do they uh, or do they i mean i did i was bleeding pretty heavily <laughs> and i had a bunch of meats hanging from me so that but may have why been would they move. attack you exactly why it's not provoked <laughs> uh, but no it was just like this one moment where I was like also laying upside down underwater with all that pressure going down on your like chest now yeah. and like the air doesn't You're work that way you not on this experience I just don't flip upside down most okay. of you usually you never do you just kind of like stay upright or on mm-hmm. your tummy um, but going upside down I was like this is weird like no. this is a weird feeling no, no, no. but also I've never gone uh, scuba diving out in open ocean which yeah. a lot of people yeah. do and I'm like that doesn't why is that who's fun who's that fun for you know what sounds worse to me than mm-hmm. that not a big fan 
fan of the open ocean. Again, like to be in places that I can immediately get out of if I so choose. Word. Uh, cave diving. Like if you're scuba diving oh. in j- tiny ass cave tunnels, no, never nope. ever. No, I want to do it maybe once, but I feel like I, I uh, a lot of times when I do like those, like I do like like crazy things, quote unquote, like yeah. skydiving. A lot of people do it or bungee jumping. That's crazy but to I, me. I still. <laughs> I still get extremely terrified when it's about to happen. Like I get really, oh, it's really almost like deeply, a, deeply scared. Like speaking on stage, like I've done it a bunch of times at oh, this yeah. point. But you still have that, like you just feel weird. There's like, I, what I, if I shit? Yeah, exactly. What if you shit? And then there's, what if yeah, shit? there's another time uh, where it's like I've done it and I, you don't feel nervous at all. Yeah. But for some reason, your hands are shaking. Oh yeah. You're like, I feel fine though. That's I don't when know. I get really worried because it's like I I should have a response. Like and that's that, that's usually when I'll screw up the most is when no. I'm like I'm fine. Yeah. And I'll get up there. <laughs> I'm like oh no, I've, I've, I've sharded. I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, it's supposed to be quiet. Uh, how about this one from Jamie at Cheeky Cheese Boy? Uh, I have Excellent. these dreams where my teeth start to bleed profusely from the gums. Then they make uh, then they make cracking and breaking sounds. Then fall out. Classic That's dreams. Of the biggest, scariest dreams I ever had when I was a kid, where like the front parts of all my teeth, like they would split in half, uh, and the front part would fall out, and blood would just start pouring uh, out of them. No. And like, and people were why? like, "Why are we so scared of teeth?" Pe- uh, uh, people were like, "Well, you don't floss." So uh, like, that, this is me as a kid. I was like, "Is this what happens?" Like, I, like the oh my <laughs> the future. Uh-huh. I, I had a I had a teeth surgery a few years back. I had to get that <laughs> was not fun, but I had mm. to get some uh, like these two are fake right here. You, nice. you can see on your screens, I'm pointing to these. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, uh, because I, I had these They're lovely t- by the way I, oh, thank yeah. you <laughs> I had these tiny little chiclet teeth so I couldn't bite through things it was miserable huh. so I had to get some some help and, real man uh, teeth yeah, yeah. But, but for a good month I had these these um, temporary teeth that mm-hmm. would just they were just glued in there loosely and they so if I bit something a little too hard they would just fall I could feel them like come out so now you're living a nightmare uh, yeah so I, that was like a month so I'll have night I'll have nightmares now where I, I just like chew through my teeth I can feel I know what it feels like for them to fall the fuck out so yeah. I just it'll just happen you just sometimes. revisit that one. And I'll wake up like there's still air. Yeah, it's I don't fun. really do the teeth dream a lot, uh, even though that is a classic. I do still to this day have the like, oh shit, it's the last day of school and I haven't been to a single yeah. class and it's finals and it's like, and then I wake up and I'm like, oh thank god I never have to do school ever again in my entire <laughs> fucking oh, life. Yeah. I'm done with that. I you know I heard one time that. Uh, relative to the teeth thing, I, I I had a friend tell me that um, having dreams of your teeth falling out is guilt of masturbation <gasps> or some kind of sexual tension. Weird. Weird. I, okay. Also, though, I've heard a lot of other like like Freudian. sexual like things yeah. that happen in dreams. I'm like, that doesn't. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that lines up. Like teeth. That <laughs> yeah. seems like a stretch. I feel no remorse, uh, so yeah, I don't know what's going on. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you a scary dream I had. Yes. That's not like classically scary, but it was actually it kind of is. But it started out really normal. It was when I was dating like this girl long distance, and we were together for a very long time. And uh, in the dream, we were like going on a vacation, and yes. it was kind of like Seattle. Washington area like it was just very wooded and we were going to drive up into the mountains and we were going over this bridge and there was traffic so it, the traffic was so bad apparently in my dream that we could get out of our cars and go into this museum that was like on the bridge that would teach mm. you about the museum and the dam that was there and Perfect. everything. I hope you left your car on the whole time. Uh, oh we did of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then like there was I remember there was a guy there that ran the place and there was a kid and it was it was clearly like his kid. He's always trying to like get him because like the kid was running away from him yeah. and we're like that was so weird and like I was talking with my uh, girlfriend in the dream and we're having a good time and then finally like some the dad screams 
because the sun is fading away <sighs> and he's trying to hold him and he starts crying like profusely. He's like, I'm sorry. And like in my head, like in dream logic, I click in that the kid had been dead and this is like a ghost of him. Whoa, that's and then good. The twist is I look at my girlfriend and she's fading away too and it clicks in that she has been dead and I, and I kind of like start to lose it in the dream and I woke up sobbing because she disappeared and she was like dead and I was like, <laughs> and I like, I woke up like sobbing hard. That is so gripping. Yeah, and I and I called her immediately, even though she was asleep. I'm like, "You're good, right?" I'm like, "Cool." All you're right, not just fading sure. away in my arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not like wow. You're good, like totally tangible, right? <laughs> That's yeah. actually genius, though. It was yeah, yeah, brain. Yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah I've, I've had some really like cinematic dreams recently too that I've started like writing down. Like you, when you wake up, uh, logically they don't make zero sense. Yeah, yeah. But there's like moments in them that I'm like, I'm stealing that. I'm going to use that on I, something. Yeah, I need to do that more. I just, yeah. I, I just kind of. I'll wake up in a panic uh, to my girlfriend mm-hmm. saying, uh, you're okay. I swear to God, shut up. Go back to bed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'll tell her the dream. Yeah. So she's my notebook. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh man. So last one. And I think this is the scariest one. Ooh, this is very scary. Uh, empanada at Lourdes Diaz underscore Sam's face on DJ's body and DJ's face on Sam's body. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's, a, that's a good old... <laughs> I'm enjoying that idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not. More that's fan some, art. That's some. That's some fan fiction. I need to. I need to hear out loud. If you guys want to do fan fiction, that's also a fear. Oh, it's like please. finding really, really weird fan fiction. Oh, <laughs> that's a fear. Not a legitimate one, no. but I know if I found it, I'd be like, oh, no, 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 I did this. a. I did a TV show where I was an older man dating a younger lady. It's just, it was there more extreme than it sounds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So there is some gross fan fiction out there, of, hey. guaranteed of that. Hey. So it's it's. Real. Classic. I guarantee if you Google it, you will find some 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 juicy stories. Classic. I was gonna say glies. Guys, glies. Uh gals and guys. Yeah. We've grossed you out today. Yeah. <laughs> and we've scared you. And You're I have got my heart pumping and I hope all your hearts are pumping together and we're all synced up and it's a really <laughs> romantic thing. But thank you so much for tuning in. James, thank you for joining us and watching a movie that scared the scared you and maybe you didn't like it. Maybe you did like it. We appreciate you and thanks for talking about scary things. Hey, I appreciate y'all. Thank you so much for having me anytime. Yeah, where can they find you? One you can find me at Jalen Mick. That's J A L L E N M C. Uh, and that's on the Instagrams, the Facebooks, and the Snapcharts. And the uh, tweets? And the tweets. That's uh-huh. most importantly, the tweets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, me and my friend um, have a YouTube channel that we just kind of fart around on uh, called Super Stopgap. I don't know if anyone would like that sort of thing, but it's just fun. We just <laughs> post stuff if we get an idea or playing video games or whatever. It's kind of weird, but that's what we do. You better check it out, God damn it. Yeah, you hear that? You better check. Sam's gonna come sure, get Jay's you. Gonna come, and it won't be, be fun. Sure. Fan fiction ways. DJ? Yes, that's me. Would you mind D- doing uh, a little plug? At DJ talks trash everywhere that matters. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a much better way to say it. He, he, he yeah, we've been doing it for a minute. So. Also, I don't like to remember things. Also, <laughs> I don't like to. Remember, I don't like to remember things. Uh, at Sam Basher for this boy over here in the center. Uh, if for if for your for you guys listening at home and in the center, uh, it's uh, at Sam Basher. Everything uh, like Twitter, whatever. That was a good pitch. That was great. But, <laughs> but also, for everything Only Stupid Answers, go to OnlyStupidAnswers.com. You can find all of our social information, like our social security numbers. You can find all the places you can listen to our podcast. Also, Patreon.com slash OnlyStupidAnswers. We'll be posting um, bonus episodes, talk, doing interviews, and talking about nerdy shit. Also, we do... Uh, <laughs> thank you. We also do um, movie nights, and we do Google Hangouts, or Hangouts of the Sort. We're doing people. a lot, and it's okay, because we love you. We love you. Also, there's going to be new stuff on there all the time, so make sure 
sure you keep up to date. You can just also sign up for newsletters on there, so you can, uh, mm-hmm. never. Do you have any final thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> I think that pretty much sums it up. Sam. I think it does. A little, a little you bit. always hit, you always say like, "Hey, man, do you have final thoughts?" And I never do. I just want to make sure that we didn't miss anything. Yeah, I would rather be prepared, and then after we're like, "Oh no, we should have said the thing." Yeah, and there's just no way to go back and fix it ever. No, and then we can't. <laughs> no, in principle, we can't. James, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, close your ears, ladies and gentlemen. Plug them. Make sure to, and also clean your ears, mm-hmm. which you can get kits uh, uh, for. With. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's my yeah. that's my brush your teeth announcement. Mm-hmm. Get to go. Also, brush your teeth. <laughs> Get some like kits it. to clean your ears. Maybe use them to brush your teeth too. Yeah, yeah. Call your mom, why don't you? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Hey guys, thank you so much for being good little moist little ears and listening to these boy people. And we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>